0: Hello everyone, just a friendly reminder that you can watch the podcast live and interact with us and other chatters on twitch.tv slash toast. Enjoy the podcast. Welcome back to Mixed Media with Mr. Rager and Mr. Toast. Tonight we're going over uh, Attack on Titan Season 3. Got a lot planned here, we have some notes taken, we're going to do a basic recap of the majority of the season, uh, and then have some talking points in between.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, the moon is moving farther away from us. We're all going to die. <laughs> just to,
0: just to, if you weren't doom scrolling or you weren't aware of this current situation of the Earth,
1: um, uh, here's a little panic in your life. There you go. Yeah, the moon's moving away. It's running away from us. It hates us now. Anyway, <laughs> let's talk on. about an anime. <laughs> 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 all right. So do uh, do you want to just start off right right at the beginning of season three?
0: Yeah, let's let's uh let's do that.
1: So, um where season two left off we got a new and reformed Squad Levi, um after uh they recovered Aaron and the armored and Colossal Titan escaped with the jaw, so Reiner, Bertolt, and Ymir all escaped. They got Aaron back and uh there's some uh military police fuckery afoot. Yeah, which
0: is, uh, that is something I do want to talk about. Uh, that is one of the notes I, I jotted down for the for a discussion, um, with the, like, distrust that the government has for the scouts at this point in the story, since, uh, Ervin's last little, uh, little stint with a group of titans and, uh,
1: and Eren. Yeah, they're, uh, they're not too pleased with them right now, but there's some, uh, ulterior motivations as we'll discuss as to why they're not too pleased with everybody correct Um, so the first episode is called smoke signal um basically um it's kind of just a calm before the storm type of episode um it's uh the first appearance of kenny i believe is in the i believe end it's at it, the end know? of the
0: episode but just at the yeah. tail end
1: which is a big part of this season uh kenny is someone that is very close to levi that pretty much raised him from the time that he was a child and is a notorious criminal and killer in the interior of the wall the first half of this season is very much set in the interior of of the wall instead of uh the out um the exterior which is what we usually get
0: right and um to bring up like the whole thing with uh like kenny and the scouts and all of it uh it's very very different from the pacing of the end of season two where there's so much going on it's all like focused on this action um whereas here it slows down and we get uh, like a espionage, um, political thriller type uh, type of season opener.
1: I do believe that the first episode of season three is also where we see that Pastor Nick was tortured and killed as well.
0: Yes, if I'm and, not mistaken. Yeah, because yes. that's why they're that's why they're going on their whole investigation.
1: Yes, and they captured two of the soldiers who took part in Pastor Nick's uh, torture and execution. Which leads us into the second episode, Pain. Um, so basically, Kenny and Levi have a, um altercation and a bar in this one. Um, Historia and Aaron are both captured. Which Historia became a really big character towards the end of season 2. And is just uh, becoming more and more of a big character as we go on with the series. Um season two is mainly uh, an episode with altercations with Kenny and the Scouts and uh the kidnapping of Aaron and Historia. Right. Um, and I don't really have I don't know about you, but I don't really have too much
0: to Yeah, so season three does start off a little slower. Um yeah. it takes three or four episodes for it to really start getting to get going. Like a lot of it is groundwork being set up for a payoff um towards the middle of
1: um, of the arc that we're in, yes. So, the third episode of season three is called "Old Story," and in this one, Historia um, tells the scouts of her upbringing on the Ross estate or the Reese estate. Sorry, um, how Kenny executed her mother. um Ervin kind of talking to Pixis about his uh, his plans. We got we don't know exactly what his plans are yet, but he does have something he's setting into motion with the uh the military police and the scout conflict that has been plaguing this season right um with the flashback i think it's um her like getting her name and everything i think is really interesting when she adopts the name crystal lens
0: right because it's
1: historia kind of
0: um from like a storybook uh that's being read to her
1: yeah. Um episode four is called Trust, which is where they uh Squad Levi captures Marlowe and Hitch, who are two of Ani's friends from uh the military police. Um and then they're they're kind of against the scouts. Uh Marlowe not so much, but when they learn that Ani was the female Titan, they're like, Ooh, I don't know, I guess right. the military police <clears throat> isn't so great. Um and Ervin is uh brought before the king and before he gets in there he warns Nile he's like hey you're gonna have to choose a side and I believe that's where the episode ends.
0: Right. Uh yeah it's like I said it's still just a ton of setup at this point, but it is nonetheless it's putting more questions down for you. Um these ones do pay off relatively quick within just a couple episodes, but
1: yeah yeah these ones uh we're building to a pretty big part in the mid season before the explosion that is uh uh season 3 part 2. Yeah. So after trust we have reply, season 3 episode 5. At his trial before the fake king and the royal council, um Ervin pretty much gives his plan to reclaim Walmaria and uh he pulls one of the best power plays in the entire series when he has a couple of scouts or, or sorry uh, military police that he knows burst into the room and are like um the titans are inside the next wall like we need to go defend it and the um one of the generals is just kind of like no 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 we need to keep everybody here keep everybody here don't send them out there like just protect us that's all they got to do yeah and uh Pixis and uh the other general i can't remember his name for some reason uh, I can't remember either at the current moment. Zachary. Uh, yeah, right. And, uh, they're kind of just like, oh shit, they realize that there was no attack on the wall, that this is all a ploy by Ervin to show that the military police are cowards.
0: Right, and then we get this great moment from, uh, Pixis, who is like, I... Like, Aaron and I have some similar beliefs, but others that we disbelieve in. This was pretty much a test to see exactly where your loyalties lied, and they, they go about, you know, starting their coup.
1: At the uh, at the tail end of episode 5, we get to see the Crystalline Cavern, where Aaron is uh, chain-bound, which is going to be the setting for the next few episodes. Yep, which is... Uh
0: a lot of a lot of stuff goes down in here this is what the this
1: is what this half of the season is paying off uh for so the next episode sin um historia triggers memories of a young woman named frida who um is historia's well it's historia's half sister and she was erased from historia's memories um uh, rod reese explains that frida possessed the founding titan which is the first time we get the name drop of one of two of the titans that aaron possesses and um we get to see uh kenny kind of preparing for his defense and um he we get the first big reveal of why aaron or sorry aaron jesus Mikasa and Levi are so strong and that's that the Ackermans were once bodyguards to the uh Reiss loyal family right. and they were exiled because their the mind altering power had no um effect on them
0: right which um it is something that I do want to talk about a little bit more is the founding titan and the royal family like bloodline um cuz the, the what everything that they lay out Is very interesting in this part, Um, especially like having the Ackermans be these, uh, uh, like these bodyguards that you know are given special attributes.
1: Yeah, it kind of explains quite a bit about why they're they're so strong and how they get their strength. They were uh, their whole bloodline was their purpose was to serve the royal family, right? So. The next episode is one of the first of this season's really big payoff episodes uh called Wish. Uh Squad Levi enters the canyon or the cavern. Um we get the backstory that Frida inherited the Founding Titan. Uh he explains that Frida kind of metaphysically lives on within the Founding Titan. Um and he explains the story that she must become a Titan. And eat Aaron to gain the Founding Titan and see her sister again. And, uh, Kenny's kind of pissed because he thought that, um, he could, you know, kind of steal it. Yeah, and he get was the under the titan. impression that
0: he was going to be the one to take the, uh, Founding Titan.
1: Yeah. And, uh, he's like, well, shit, I guess if only the royal family can do it, I guess he was right, um. Aaron is kind of too guilt ridden to even resist because he has these memories of his father eating her sister. So we get the first reveal of how the Titan shifters come to be. They are people who have, that have become Titans and eat someone that had Titan shifting abilities. So a lot of big stuff in wish. Right. Um, and, uh, at the end of wish, uh, Historia um, is going up to Aaron with the syringe. Um, she refuses. She breaks it and slams her father into the ground, literally breaking his fucking back, and she starts to uh, free Aaron, and we, the camera pans down at the tail end of the episode, and we see Rod Reece starting to lick up some of the titan serum and the lightning strikes. Right, which also leads into uh, the odd formation
0: of, I was talking about it while we were watching the episode about how if this is injected, it forms something into a Titan. But if it's like not taken that same way, we watch him just like kind of lick up some of this uh, Titan's spinal fluid and turns into this absolute abomination of a Titan.
1: Yeah, it's, uh, it's definitely a, a different effect than if you just get it, injected uh we also find out later in this season um we're talking whole season anyway that in the syringe it is Titan spinal fluid
0: yeah i think they um, actually mention it in that episode if i'm not mistaken
1: so um this next episode is kind of just they get out of the cave um aaron kind of uses his uh Oh my god, his hardening ability is very well yeah. for the first time to protect everyone. Um, They're on their way back. They see the Titan just crawling on the ground. This massive Titan that laying down is probably twice the size of the Colossal Titan if the Colossal Titan was laying down. And it's just crawling very slowly across the land, kind of just dragging its face on the ground. And Erevin has this conversation where he's like... Okay, uh, what's the ruling on this one? And they're like, We're we're gonna have to kill him. Um, and Historia's like, I wanna fight, I wanna fight, and Levi's like, You've got royal blood, and you need to like become the queen to transition from the old government. And she does agree on, uh, but she says that she wants to help battle Rod Rod Reese's Titan form. Right. And um they find out that Rod Reese is heading for the most populated area, and um Ervin decides not to uh, evacuate Orvid, the Orvid district. Um, which is where we get into Ruler of the Walls, which is episode nine. And it's, um, he's justifying his decision, saying that they're attracted to the density, so they can use this by luring him into a trap. Um, it's kind of pretty quick how it goes on. Yeah, we do it, get
0: some excellent... Um... Symbolism referencing back to the first season when humanity sees the Titans like sees the Colossal Titan over the, um, the walls again, but this time instead of it being the Colossal Titan, it's this amalgamation of whatever Rod Reese has become.
1: Yeah, it's, but in this case, instead of it destroying the walls, it gets, uh, knocked down by the scouts, which is awesome. It's, phenomenal. It's it's really great to show how far that they've come.
0: Right. We also get this fantastic moment of um humanity getting to see Aaron on the wall in Titan form completely in control.
1: Yes. Yes, it's it's uh oh, it's so good. Um we only got a couple episodes left in this part. Um and then we get into the really really big part of Season three. Yeah, um, the majority
0: of my notes uh, that I've taken are largely from the second half of this season, just because the the first half of the season is great, but the second half of the season is just phenomenal. Like it
1: changes everything. So we get into episode ten of season three, which is a flashback episode. Um, when Kenny has the Titan Serum and, uh, basically, um, he's kind of, he has this moment with Levi, and he explains why he didn't inject himself with the Titan serum, and, uh, he reveals himself as Levi's uncle, like, you know, it's a really sweet moment, and he's like, your mom died, I took you in, he gives Levi the Titan serum, and, uh, his, Historia is crowned queen and uh, Levi congratulates her while thanking the scouts for their effort uh, this is the episode where no it's it's later on when she punches Levi or is it this one? I think
0: it's, it's at the end of this one but I do okay. want to talk a little bit more about uh, Kenny and Levi's upbringing um, because it's something that you know we don't really get to see a whole lot of it and this is the majority of where we get to see it come from and seeing the moment when um, Kenny walks into the room and he, you know, sees his sister laying in the bed, he's like, you look, he's like, you just look terrible. And then Levi's just this very gone, uh, um, uh, malnutrition, uh, malnutrition child. And he just says she's dead. Just that is absolutely just insane. Very depressing. Um but then we get this, you know, quick run through where we see, you know, Levi growing up with Kenny there for a while until Kenny eventually thinks I'm I would never be a good enough parent and just leaves.
1: It's it's really upsetting. It's yeah. it's a really good flashback episode. It, it's I like that they put it kinda after the Rod Reese yeah. thing and you get to see Kenny like kinda pledging his loyalty to that family cuz it it the Ackermans kind of moved away from them but uh Kenny moved back to like being the royal guard and it's it's or, it's really nice.
0: Right. And we also yep. do get to see the moment when Kenny is uh speaking with what I assume is his father and he's like talking more about human history that we don't get to know about but he knows because his mind isn't affected by uh the royal family's uh what do you call it?
1: Uh, the the Founding Titan's ability. Yeah, the re- Founding Titan's ability. Uh, there's also an after credit scene in this episode where we see the Beast Titan absolutely whoop Reiner's ass. He comes out of the beast and he tells Am and Beretold uh, that they're going to locate the coordinate as their next objective, uh, which they wanted to go back and rescue Ani, but he's like, no, uh, securing the coordinate is the... Top priority, which is the first time we hear that term, the coordinate, yeah, uh, referring to Aaron. Um, so we get bystander, which takes place two months after Historia's coronation. Um, the military have kind of purged all remaining traces uh, traces of the old regime. Um, they're trying to figure out something like we need to like figure out more about Grisha. It's a really fucking good episode. They go back to a character we haven't seen in thirty over 40 episodes. Over 40 episodes, they go back and find Keith Sadies, who is the man that trained Aaron. And we get this flashback about how Keith met Grisha, and um, he met him outside the wall. Um, He kind of got to learn about life within the walls. He offered to work as a doctor. he married Carla, like his whole life. Um, yeah, and uh, we find out that he knew about the key. And the um, one of my favorite scenes in that episode. This is a note that I have, is the reveal that Aaron's gear was not faulty. Yeah, that it was he, a huge
0: thing. Um, from the early episodes where, you know, we see um. Uh, Aaron's struggling to, you know, master the um the ODM gear, like just in the training rig. And then we finally get this reveal that it wasn't faulty equipment after all. It was uh, tampered
1: with. Yeah. Keith tampered with it, and he still managed to pull through. And I love that moment. Like, he's talking to Grisha, and he's like, your son is a soldier. And he says that in season one. You don't really think about it. He's like, Grisha carla your son is a soldier and then you get that that catharsis when he says it again and you know the full history yeah it's so good um the next episode is kind of just a big like prep up episode um,
0: Yeah, it, this is the big moment where we you know see all the characters getting ready for this huge mission to finally go back to um uh, yeah, Shinkanshina. Uh and trying to finally find out what is in the basement.
1: Yep. And uh we get a lot of like old things rehashed from the first few episodes when they we were in training, you know, Aaron and John kind of brawling Sash eating meat, them after, you know, just some really good fun. I like that this episode is a lot of fun, and then you get to the mid credit scene. And I'm gonna talk about that real quick. Um you get all this stuff, like, Levi's kind of, like, sitting there around this corner, and um, Aaron, Mikasa, and Armin are talking about the past and their hopes of a future. Armin's talking about the ocean, and Levi's sitting there with, like, a really big smile on his face. Um, you, the only really dark thing in the episode is you see um, Reiner and Bertholdt standing guard on Walmaria for a brief moment, and the credits are rolling, And all of a sudden they start glitching out and it cuts and you just get this scene that we're not going to see for another like eight episodes or I think it's six or seven episodes and it's Levi and he's on this roof with Aaron and Mikasa and there's two fucking corpses laying there and you can't see who they are and he smashes Aaron across the face. Mikasa attacks him and she's like God is like uh, her sword to his throat and he's like you guys really are idiots and the episode just kind of, like, concludes like normal, and you're like, what the fuck was that?
0: Right, because that's a huge moment, because um, we've never seen Levi, like, lift his hand to uh, any of the other scouts at all up to this point, besides, you know, when they were trying to convince uh everybody to let the scouts have Aaron. <laughs> that was it.
1: Yeah, and the, the way, it, like, you're a first-time watcher, so, like, the fake out, like, the credits, how they kind of, like, glitch out, what did you think? Did you get, like, some Arkham Asylum vibes from that?
0: Yeah, a little bit, because it comes out of nowhere. Like, it's like, it's wrapping up like normal, and then it just comes out of nowhere, and then we just see the scene of everybody, you know, on the roof, uh, uh, Levi looking absolutely just like he's just gotten out of a huge fight, uh, with no context behind it, so.
1: I feel like for the next few episodes until the basement, we should just talk about them in one long whole thing instead of going episode by episode, because it's pretty much one big battle.
0: Yeah. I mean, you basically could turn the second half of the season into a, uh, into a movie.
1: Yeah. So everything from episode 13 to, I want to say 18. Yeah. 18. Um, uh, because that's right before that scene that we see um so that encompasses the town where everything began thunder spears descent perfect game hero and then we won't talk about midnight sun until we get to midnight sun yeah so basically the battle starts off you know they get to shingonchina they see a campfire they're like someone's been here and someone's been here recently
0: right because uh we have Armin go down the wall and he finds um he finds these cups with what he just says is some form of black t- liquid like some kind of tea um yeah. and the like that wouldn't be there if it was a few days old that would have dried out you know they had to have been there within the past couple of minutes
1: yeah and uh they're looking around um they um they're looking through the wall, and Armin's like, "Look in the wall." So they're looking in the wall, and Reiner bursts out of the wall. Um, he transforms into the armor Titan. Uh, they find themselves surrounded by titans, and the beast Titan throws a boulder, seals the inner entrance, trapping the horses within Shinganshina, and preventing the corpse from using, or the, um, the, the survey corpse from using them to escape.
0: A yeah. uh, big thing I do want to talk about in this moment, though, is um, how well, like, Armin's, like, tactical mind works in this aspect, because everybody's, work- like, looking around and, like, there's nothing here, and he's the first one to think back to there were, you know, Titans inside the wall back in season, uh at the end of season one and brought back up at the beginning of season two that we don't really think about, and then he thinks there has to be hollow space with inside the walls, Um, as well as I also like Ervin seeing Armin, you know, kind of coming into this, uh, tactical, strategic, um, uh, position that he's in. And he's like, I trust him to do this because, you know, Armin has always been the one to have these fantastic
1: plans that always work out. Exactly. He, um, yeah, he knows, he, he knows he's like, okay, um, Armin's got this, <laughs> basically. Yeah, like, Armin's got this. Um, I'm just gonna let him do his thing. Um, but that moves into where the battle first begins. The Thunder Spear reveal as well. Their new weapons that they got, uh, basically missiles that they launch, and they pull the pin on, kind of like grenade. they're like grenade missiles, kind of.
0: Yeah, it's uh, um, um, it, it, the base, basic description is they can launch it in. And then they, they're within a certain range. They have to pull their arm back to, to pull the pin that uh, releases it and detonates the, uh, the spear.
1: Yeah, they, so Aaron and Reiner start battling. They're using the thunder spear, uh, spears. There's this flashback to Berthold, um, and you get to see Reiner, Ani, Berthold, and Marco and you, Marco is eaten by Titans. You find out why he was killed. um, And we get this other flashback to Reiner and Bertholdt. And uh, Bertholdt's kind of like, should I wait for the signal? And Reiner's like, you don't always have to wait for a signal. Just right. jump in. And Reiner's like fucking about to die on the ground, and he's just he lets out this roar, and Bertholt's like, "Oh, that's the signal." <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> like,
0: bro, you didn't, you didn't even listen
1: this time. No. Um. So, uh, Berthold, uh he doesn't immediately transform. He goes down to confront the scouts, and him and Armin kind of have this one-on-one. Armin's trying to negotiate with him, and Bertholt's like, "Listen." I'm just going to have to kill everybody. I don't really want to. I have to. He's like, I know you, you know, you're arguing for whatever. And Armin even tries like a really dark technique where he's like, you know, we're torturing Ani, right? Like we're torturing her right now. And if they find out like you pulled some shit here, we're just going to kill her. Yeah. And um, it's funny too, because earlier on they bring that up to Beretold in an earlier episode. I can't remember if it's season two or season three and who brings it up. It's somebody the says, end
0: of season two. It's uh, it's Armin yes. both times.
1: Yes. And then Reiner later on is like, she's crystallized. How are they going to torture her? And it just completely, like just completely <laughs> forgot about that. Like yeah. the logic in that. and that. he's just like, they're torturing Ani. Um, so they they have this like moment doesn't work Tolt swings into the air turns is the colossal titan and we see how fucking just
0: devastating
1: yeah devastating uh, it, the transformation is uh when he turns he uh, he blows away everybody hanji yeah. barely survives she's thrown into a well that we find on later on she loses her eye and um it's
0: honestly like
1: it's like a small nuclear blast pretty much it basically is it's it's a huge blast which is armin's kind of like oh so this is the big power of the colossal titan because the colossal titan can't really move fast you know he doesn't he doesn't have like a lot of the other things it's the transformation the steam is his big power so we finally get to see back outside the wall the beast titan is just Throwing these fucking stones like they're like, it's a baseball game. He's even like, at one point he's like um, to himself, he's like going for a perfect game. And you see another Titan with him who uh, we find out later is the cart Titan. Yep. And she calls him War Chief Zeke, which is the first time we get to hear his name. And uh, we don't know very much about him yet. But uh she calls him War Chief Zeke. He's like, I'm pitching a perfect game. That episode, by the way, is called Perfect Game. Oh wow. That's uh <laughs> yeah. Damn. Uh, um Aaron is like trying to stop the Colossal Titan. He like grabs its foot, he gets fucking just booted into the wall. Uh they're attacking with thunder spears, the colossal titan just deflects them with steam. Um so uh this is the episode in Perfect Game where we have this, like, big speech by Ervin at the end. Um, he basically tells Levi, and this is one of my favorite moments of the series, he's like, I've come to terms with this. And this is not something that a lot of people could do at all. I mean, I, I, I think this would be, entire like, very fucking difficult. He tells Levi, he's like, I'm giving up on my dream. He's like, we're stuck between a rock and a hard place. I'm gonna die. Here's what we're going to do. I'm going to convince all of these new recruits that we just got to ride with me on horseback towards the Beast Titan. He's probably going to kill us all. You sneak around, killing Titan by Titan, until you get to the Beast while he's distracted, and you take him out. And Levi's just like okay and Erebin's like this is the best thing for humanity we need to find out what's in that basement we need to get rid of him so he gives this huge speech and the episode ends with him leading the charge towards the Beast Titan
0: yep and uh, it's it leads into the next episode we get a fantastic moment where it kind of I believe it's in the next episode they kind of jump back and Levi's like there's nothing out here what do you like want me to do and we get the we do get a revelation. We're going to talk about it a little bit after because we there's more to cover before we get there.
1: Yeah. So, the next episode is called Hero. Um we only get to see a little bit with the beast Titan fight that really finishes up. Uh Or no, it is in this episode. Okay, my bad. So, um we immediately get the um, the um conclusion to that. Erwin is mortally wounded um he's like the beast titan's kind of conflicted he's like not sure how to feel he kind of like looks to his left and he looks to his right and he's like where'd my titans go and you just see levi fly out of the fucking air just carving him up like he's nothing and you get this awesome flashback to reiner and Bertolt, and they're telling him they're like they're like there's one guy you should be uh weary of his name is captain levi and it cuts back to the uh zeke and the beast he's like is this levi and he's just yep. cutting through him goes down to his legs cuts yep. his ankles it starts oh out with him
0: God. him doing this spiral attack and just dicing his arm to pieces
1: <laughs> yep and i love the moment he like he like comes down and he cuts him out and he sticks his sword in his mouth he's like oh you were having a good time back there weren't you He's like, "Oh, you're rude, not talking to me." And he's like, "I bet I could use the serum to like bring one of my friends back or whatever." And then out of nowhere, the Cart Titan just snatches Zeke out of uh, um, Levi's grasp, running off. The guy uh, Zeke's kind of like, "Okay, I underestimated him," and he yells at the Titans to attack him, and they all converge on Levi. So we cut back to inside the wall. Armin's kind of like, "Okay." Colossal Titan is immobile when it uses its team. He gives Eren some detail on his plan, not the whole plan. Um, The others are holding off Reiner. Reiner is able to transform again. Um, And uh, basically, they get the mouth open. Mikasa throws a Thunder Spear into it, and it blows Reiner out of his body. Um, Eren's Titan form, they're trying to throw off uh the colossal titan eren uses his form to kind of like fall off like it's like got a concussion or whatever mm-hmm. um armin flies right up close to the colossal titan right to its face using his odm gear and uh bertolt's like what are you doing armin and he's like just keeps getting closer and closer and closer um and uh we see uh armin just his just peeling off his body he's just getting burnt to a crisp and Aaron comes in from behind finally rips Berthold out of the Colossal Titan the goal that he had in season 1 finally paying off 50 episodes later he yanks Berthold out of the Colossal Titan um, he's got Berthold he cut his limbs off and uh, he sees Armin's body he's just completely burnt to a crisp and yeah. Aaron says that uh he was always braver than people perceived him as.
0: Oh, your mic's doing something weird there.
1: It's doing something weird. Is it good now? Uh
0: I don't know. I don't know if it's a Discord thing. Hold on, say something again. Say something again. Uh this so OBS is picking you up normally, but I am hearing
1: you very like quietly. We'll if now. That, I don't know. What's does, that, on there. does that does that help? Does that help at all?
0: uh, one sec technical difficulties.
1: Oh, it sounds good. I'm listening to the stream. It sounds fine. Well, I can't
0: hear you at all now. So, uh, that's weird. Oh, there we go. Okay. We're good.
1: We're good. Yeah. I
0: think my mic port was a little
1: loose. So, uh, our, um, where was I? Oh yeah. Aaron is like, Armin was always braver than I thought. And he's kind of sitting alone where we begin midnight sun, which is where that, uh, flashback or flash forward from earlier rather yeah um and uh he's got armin's body uh the cart terry uh the cart titan comes down carrying zeke he tells aaron you were lied to by your dad the blonde man um zeke he kind of like looks up and levi is just there his eyes are white he's like he's fucking alive are you kidding me and he's like i Get, let's get out of here let's get the hell out of here right now and the cart like starts leaving and he's like oh we'll rematch or something levi let's call it. i want to draw yeah and um so uh reiner gets picked up by the cart as well so now they're down to just one titan or sorry um one titan shifter and two bodies that they could use it on flock forster who isn't a big character right now, but gets bigger as it goes on. He was the only surviving recruit from the suicide charge. He arrives with Ervin, and uh, he's like, he needs to live. And Levi kind of has this moral conundrum, and uh, him, Aaron, and Mikasa get into this big fight, uh, Hanji having to restrain Mikasa. Levi kind of like, all right, everybody leave. I'm going to give it to Ervin. That's just the way it is. And right before he injects him, ervin kind of just like throws his arm up like he's asking a question and he's asking about humanity outside of the walls like he would in school to his dad which we got in season two a flashback where it was revealed that ervin always wanted to know the secrets outside of the wall because his dad taught that and was killed by the military police for teaching it
0: right um uh, uh, a big thing with like all the whole moral dilemma is we have uh every character that you know survived the, the and like the charge and everything they're on this roof and they're just like uh it's a huge debate between save Ervin or save uh save Armin and nobody can like come to a reasonable decision one way or the other uh because it's it's pretty much like two against everybody else with Aaron and Mikasa both saying, you had to save Armin, you had to save Armin. Um, and having this moment where he's like, I'm, I'm picking him. He, like I'm picking Ervin, you can't like change my mind. And having this moment, he's literally, as you mentioned, he's literally right here with the needle and just his, his arm goes up, knocks the needle out of the way. As it's almost as if in the moment of him doing that, it's not just him having this like thought of raising his hand and asking a question. It's also in a way, symbolically pushing away the needle and saying, not me.
1: Yeah. It's okay to let me die now. Like I, I accepted my fate. It's okay to let me go. And um, that's a very tough decision for Levi to make for sure. Yeah. Especially
0: Um, because you're going between one of the strongest commanding forces you can go with, or one of the strongest tactical forces you can go with, with,
1: uh, with Armin um and the episode ends with Armin's titan we see him and he eats Tolt, and we see Armin emerge and uh Aaron and Mikasa are holding him um a bunch of the other scouts are around him and Zeke is escaping and uh Levi and Hanji kind of quietly mourn to themselves Ervin their commander for years um uh, and then we get into the moment we've been waiting for. Since Drumroll, episode two. Please. The basement. Um, this one isn't where the huge, huge reveals happen. This is kind of where they just start. So this one, there isn't a lot that happens. It's kind of just like recovering from everything. Yeah. Um, Armin has a nightmare of a weeping colossal Titan. He wakes up with no memory following Bertholdt's transformation. There's only nine members of the Survey Corps left. Um, Armin's kind of struggling with the decision that Levi made. Like, I think you should have saved Erevin. They get into the basement. Um, They are looking for a hidden compartment and they find these three books. One of them they open up and there's a picture. They have no technology to take pictures.
0: Yeah, it's not a drawing. They they sit there like this is not a drawing. This is way too like lifelike, realistic. Yeah. Um. And then you see
1: the writing on the back. And in the picture, it's very clear that the woman is not Carla yeah. and the kid is not Aaron. Um. The inscription uh, explains that this this is a photograph created by a technology from a land beyond the walls where people live in luxury. Yep. Um, so um, we get this kind of weird like the survey corps return like they come to the city and Niles kind of like confiding to the council that ervin had always considered the possibility like there's this flashback of ervin kind of telling his fellow uh, his fellow men in arms he's like i'm pretty sure there's life out there mm-hmm. and we get this post-credit scene where aaron is reading grisha's book which opens with Grisha recounting a time in his youth when uh, he and his sister um, lived in a faraway land. The kids see an airship fly overhead, um, and they want to watch it land. So Grisha kind of like drags her out to this uh, landing strip so they could see it end, and that's where uh, that's where it ends.
0: Yep, yeah. and it's uh, this is the beginning of a lot of symbolism for the for the story so
1: yeah the next episode is huge we get the reveal that there is life outside the wall in a place called marley and aaron is kind of dreaming and he dreams of his father's life and um he um grisha takes a beating uh for himself and Faye by this guy named kruger while his partner Gross he kind of takes Faye home. Yeah, uh, we find out that Faye was killed. Uh, yeah. Gross murdered never her. made it home. Never made it home, but Kruger's kind of like he came to watch the the Zeppelin land so he might as well take a seat next to me and watch it land. Um Greece joins the Eldian Restoration movement. So basically without trying to go into too much detail because it's very complicated. In Marley, there are people who are the same race as those who live within the walls. They are labeled as Eldians. Um, they are people that their blood enables them to be turned into titans with the spinal fluid. Normal people, if they're injected with titan spinal fluid, they will not transform. You have to be of Eldian descent. Yep. They are put into internment camps. They were not Yes. Yes, yes. <laughs> um, and uh, Grisha gets with this woman named Dina Fritz, who is the last Eldian with royal blood on the mainland, and they have a son, Zeke. Um, so it's the big reveal that Zeke is Aaron's brother, yep, and uh, basically, Zeke doesn't feel a lot of love and attention from his father, he turns on them and rats them out to um, the Marlean government. Um, Grisha and his fellow restorationists are taken by boat to the wall of, we get the reveal of the island as well, the name Parody Island for exile as mindless, pure titans. Uh, Grisha recognizes Kruger and Gross among the squad. Uh, They're kind of kicking people off. or, sorry, Gross kind of admits to him, he's like, I killed Faye, by the way, your sister. And he's about to kick Grisha, and Kruger shoves him off the wall, and he's eaten by a titan. Yep. And Kruger tells him, I'm the owl, and that I'm a titan shifter. I can change into the attack titan. And he kills all the rest of the soldiers, the public yep. safety soldiers, on the wall. Which is a huge moment. We get the name of Eren's other titan. It is the attack titan. Very fitting for the name of the show, um, which it's is a little name. on the nose, if you ask me. A <laughs> <laughs> little on the nose. The uh, next episode is called Attack Titan. Well, um, the the name in English, like, actually translated is just Attack Titan. Yeah. But in English, we changed it to Attack on Titan. But it is, Shin, uh, Shingeki no Kion just translates to Attack Titan. Right. Um, so, um, Aaron is detailing Grisha's learning of Owl's name as Aaron Kruger, how he gets the name for Aaron. Um, Kruger then reveals that those who possess the t- Titan power live for only 13 years. Um, there are two means of succession and the name, uh, he reveals that like, if you die with it, it just goes to another with Eldian blood randomly. He talks to him about the coordinate. The second time we've heard that brought up. He tells Grisha. You need to go to parody. And take the founding titan. From the royal family. Kruger explains. "Like You need to get a new family. You need to uh, like um, adjust to it. He gives him the titan serum. Turning him into a titan. And feeds himself to Grisha. Yep. Which is. Just absolutely insane. Um uh so um we get another really, really uh interesting thing where Kruger is standing on the wall before he turns Grisha into a titan. And he says, You need to save Armin and Mikasa. Yeah, and then says, I don't even know
0: who those people are.
1: Yeah, he says, Truth be told I don't even, he says, truth be told, I don't even know who those people are. Uh, don't know why I said that. It was kind of weird. Kind of cringe. Um... <laughs> <laughs> a little a little, uh, little goofy. But uh, yeah, that is, honestly,
0: that's such a huge thing. Because now we're just left with the question of what does he mean by that? Like, yeah, what is the connection?
1: Yeah. Uh It's very weird. It's very uh It's a very weird thing to say considering Armin and Mikasa weren't even born yet. Right.
0: Um None of them were born yet, like
1: that is a, a big question that you have still yet to have answered. Yep. As to why you said that. That's <laughs> a lot of questions this season get answered. Yeah. Um th- this episode kind of ends Historia gets um there's this big funeral uh for Ervin and um Historia gets Ymir's farewell letter she she was killed uh she knew she was going to die yeah uh Hanji kind of expresses his regret that their enemies now include humans uh that um she said it's kind of weird that Eren could command the pure titans despite not being of the royal bloodline. It was then that uh, Aaron kind of um, this realizes, connection. Yes, He realizes that he commanded the pure titans because he touched Dinah's pure titan form because she had royal blood. When he touches her and he's finally able to control them for a moment, he keeps it like to himself because he doesn't know what the military will do to his story if he reveals that. Um, then we have... The big final episode of season three, the other side of the wall. Um at the meeting of the parody government, Historia kinda is like deciding. Uh she decides, she's like, they're kind of talking like, should we tell people that there are other people? And she's like, Yes, like we're done with hiding shit. Like, that's all my family has ever done is erase yeah. people's memory and hide shit. We're done with that. We're telling everybody. Um we get this kind of weird um, combative situation with Flock and the other scouts at the funeral. Um, he's, Or no, it was a, sorry, it was a ceremony. It wasn't Ervin's funeral. It was a ceremony to honor their fallen comrades. And we get this, Flock's kind of like pissed that they gave it to Armin instead of Erevin. Right. Um, and there are many
0: that share that opinion. Yes. Um... As he discusses with them at that moment, um, it's usually it's and in that moment it's again Aaron and Mikasa stand up and they're like, "You're wrong, whatever you know."
1: Yep. And uh, their Historia starts presenting all of them with these medals for their honor and their bravery during that battle. Aaron touches her hand. And he's immediately flooded with these memories of the royal family. Uh, he touches the royal blood and he's just kind of like we don't know what he sees. He sees something. Yeah. He And uh, I would argue uh, this changes him completely. What he sees. Like it completely changes his personality. Right. Um. So we get this kind of like final monologue thing they're, before we get to the big scene at the end and they're talking about like, it's a year after the attack on Trost uh, Titans inside Maria have been killed. All the inhabitants are returning to their hometowns to begin rebuilding and farming. And six years after the fall of Maria, the Survey Corps are once again beginning expeditions outside the wall. One day they find, uh, when they're on there, they see this Titan like not moving because it's got small arms and little legs. Uh, they're like, we must be close to the perimeter wall where the Eldians are turned into Titans. Uh, and Aaron just kind of touches it, and he's like, no, don't kill it. This is one of ours. Like, this is one of our comrades. Yeah. Um. And they get, they go further on. Uh, they get to the big wall where Grisha became a Titan, and they see the ocean, and they start playing around in the water, and my favorite line in the entire series. Everybody's so happy and giggling. Yep. And Aaron just kind of points out and says, Hey, if we kill everyone over there, will we finally be free?
0: Yeah. Which is huge considering the population difference between the two. Yeah.
1: Now I got a question for you. Yeah. Cause we have seen season four without talking anything in season. Yeah. Four.
0: We've watched what, like nine episodes
1: yeah about that yeah about that no spoilers Um, yeah no spoilers do you think it's justifiable for him to want freedom and to be willing to wipe them out even though they have a much larger population do you think it's justified
0: i wouldn't say it's justified i understand where he's coming from but i don't think you can justify that amount of um of death and destruction and carnage for, you know, what you perceive to be justice and freedom. Right.
1: I'm just wondering, because it's like, it's, it's a huge conflicting thing because there are less people, but then again, they've been oppressed for a hundred years.
0: Right. Which they've is, it's killed. huge because they're in the position where there's probably maybe just under a few thousand people that actually live within the walls. And then thinking about how many people, you know, live across the ocean from them, it has to be in the millions.
1: Yeah. And it's not like, and their people are also being persecuted over there as well. Yeah. So it kind of just makes you think about like the price for freedom and, uh, what price is too high.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, which, as we will discuss in our next Attack on Titan episode, uh, from this point on, the show gets very, very morally gray.
1: Yeah, it gets very, very morally gray. The more we go into it, it uh, a lot of things change. It's It gets very complicated, very hairy. Um, is there anything else you wanted to talk about this uh, for this season before we wrap it up? Um,
0: I think the only thing I kind of want to discuss just a little bit um, are two things. Um, Armin's sacrifice and Levi's decision.
1: Okay, what about Armin's sacrifice?
0: So the thing I really liked about the way that they do uh, Armin's sacrifice is that, you know, uh, before this point, there's a, a moment when you know, he's like, We have to come up with a plan. And then Armin like freezes, he looks at John and says, John, can you come up with a plan for right now? Because I'm coming up blank. Um, and then finally realizing like he comes to this conclusion that in order to you know to win this, he has to sacrifice himself. And I don't think you know, I he did not have the idea, oh what if they just use the Titan serum to save me? That was not in his thought at all it was all using himself as a diversion to plug the wall and then have Aaron take him take baritold out
1: yeah um armin's strategy, that's the big thing with armin ervin like armin is such a great strategic leader but ervin is just such a great leader some of his plans are really good but ervin just has this ability to kind of forego any ounce of humanity he has in order for something to work
0: yeah which another thing that we didn't talk about is uh in the moment towards the beginning of this season when um you know levi tells the squad like we're not just fighting titans now um we have this moment when they're trying to stop historian Aaron being taken and uh john john freezes in a moment when he's supposed to take somebody out and it jump cuts and you just hear a gunshot you don't know if john just got killed or not and it comes back and you see armin sitting in the front of the cart with a gun drawn having just shot the person that was about to kill john
1: yeah it's this is the first season where the scouts really have to start killing other humans and they're like they're kind of realizing at the end of season 3 like with with what hanji says like our enemies aren't just the titans anymore. Yeah. Like our enemies are everybody on the other side of that ocean. Yep. Yeah, it's a phenomenal season. I think the second half is like significantly better than the first, but the first half still pretty good.
0: Yeah. And then um the only other thing I wanted to draw attention to was More of a question for you. Okay. And that is, if you were in Levi's position of having the Titan Serum and your choice between Ervin and Armin, where are you going?
1: I would probably choose Ervin. Yeah. Just because of his... Especially if I was Levi, the connections I had to him. I get why Levi chose Armin. I don't know. That's a really tough question. It's such a difficult decision like put that shit in a telltale game that'd be the hardest choice you had to make in the entire game yeah that's the moment
0: when like everybody pauses and they just sit there for like five minutes and they're like i don't know what to do yeah um yeah
1: even they don't know they're like they're both dying like we gotta make a decision quick and they're like yeah i don't know if we can make also, a decision
0: quick the shock on everybody's face when you just see this the the burnt body of armin and the and you're just under the assumption like He's he's dead. There's no way anybody survived that. And
1: then he starts breathing. Just yeah. that's insane. Just gasping for air. Um. So as we've done with previous seasons, towards whenever we get done with discussing them, your rating. I'm gonna divide it into two parts. Your review or your ranking out of ten for season three part one, and then for season three part two.
0: Okay. So season three part one starts off pretty slow in my opinion. Um, but I think the payoff at the end, where we get more revelations about the founding Titan and the royal family, um, more about Historia's past and everything, and Grisha's past as well, um, for a little bit of it. We don't get more until later on. But overall, I'd probably give it an eight and a half, eight point five. Uh, and then for part two of season three, I probably have to give it a 9.5. The only reason I'd knock points is because once it gets going, you don't get a moment to breathe.
1: No, you really don't. It's the whole, the whole second half, you pretty much have to just be ready to watch. Twelve. I couldn't imagine watching that week by week. I'd want to die.
0: No, I couldn't like, the big thing is like when we watched it, um, like, I could only imagine if we were like, oh, it's 3 a.m. and we just started that arc, we wouldn't sleep until, like, noon.
1: Yeah, you'd have to just finish it. It's it's so well written. It yeah. just flows so well.
0: It It's it, so much is going on that you just have to see it through in that moment. You're just you're locked in. No matter what plans you had, no matter if you work in the morning and you're tired, you're finishing it. You, it doesn't matter
1: exactly it's uh it's so good and we're finally starting into season four uh, we have a podcast our next podcast is sunday right
0: uh well let's look at the schedule because i don't remember if this sunday is an off day or, or an off week or not
1: want we'll to look at it i can't remember yeah i can't remember at all i huh. i wanted to like plug the next episode when it was going to be and i okay hold on yes there is and sunday. then it's yes and then it's 10 days off for okay that's important.
0: Right. yep yeah. so sunday is our next episode uh do we have a topic decided for that yet
1: um a possible one i don't know if we're going to change it or not as of right now it might be a breaking bad retrospective okay. i'm not sure if that's going to stay or not but that's what's on the agenda yeah all right mr toast that was another pretty good episode we're almost done with attack on titan now we're into the final season uh yeah.
0: and we also have a,
1: an official release date of the final episode november 4th yep november 4th the final final season final chapters part two <laughs> um so that'll be cool we'll probably do we'll probably wrap up season four maybe do I don't know if we'll wait for there, the second part to do like a episode over both of the final chapters. I don't know how we're going to do that yet. It just depends on how and when we watch it. Yeah.
0: We'll, we'll figure it out by then. Um, yeah. probably like two days before we'll use the determine. This is where we're at. This is where we'll go up to that kind of thing. Um, but yeah. we'll see where we are, um, in that moment. Yep. But uh, beyond that, uh, episode on Sunday, uh, the topic could be a Breaking Bad ret- uh, retrospective. That's I'm assuming we're encapsulating the entire universe, so Better Call Saul yes. as well. Yeah. And El Camino. And El Camino. Um, so that might be the episode. It could change. We'll keep you posted um, through the Discord and Twitter, which is also my plug to say, follow the Discord and the Twitter. <laughs> um, but beyond that, you guys have been fantastic. Thank you for um, chatting with us, lurking, uh, listening in, and pretty much just your viewership. That is um, very much appreciated.
1: Thank you guys so much uh, for coming to this episode, and I can't wait to see you on the next one.
0: You all have a fantastic night, and take care.